With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Archangels, ghosts, and Bigfoot. Oh my. It's just another night for Supernatural Girls. Real stories, real answers to life's biggest supernatural mysteries. And now, for another exciting interview with paranormal experts from this world and others. Here's your host, paranormal researcher Patricia Baker, on the one, the only, Supernatural Girls. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker. I am here with my co-host, all the way from Tucson, Patricia Kirkman, PK. How are you? A little drip dry. We're at 107 today. Yikes. That's too hot. Oh, Too hot. Almost could bake bread on the street. (laughs) God. Thank you again. Wow, that's awfully warm for this time of year, even for you guys, isn't it? Yes, for sure. They said today and tomorrow, and then it will drop down again. So it's getting ready for the monsoons, as they say. Oh, boy. Oh, my. Well, tell us. Now, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. We have a terrific guest, Amy Major, who we absolutely love. And she's going to be joining us in a few minutes talking about spirit rescue, clearing, healing, all of the new work that she's involved with and the old work she's been involved with for many years. But first, we have to check in with you, Miss PK, and see what's happening numerologically. And people have been emailing you their first names. They want to know what their first names mean. So where do you want to start tonight? Well, first, I was just going to say, remember that today is all about communication, but the month is about wrapping up, ending things so that you're ready to rock and roll once we get into July. But for right now, let's start cleaning off the tables and the desks and the closets and getting rid of everything you don't want to be dealing with anymore. Other than that, life is good. We're wrapping all it right. up. Way. Clean house. But you're right. I have a couple of people have sent me their names and asked me to take a look at them. And what I do is I look at the first vowel, first consonant of a person's name, and that tells me what's going on for them personally, regardless of what their personal year is or their month or day. It's more about who they truly are. Uh, The first person that sent me a note was Amy. So the first vowel and consonant is the A-M. So that tells me that A says I'm very headstrong, my way or the highway attitude. And the M is, I'll get the work done, and I'll do it the way I'm supposed to do. But together they make a five. So this is a very flexible individual who is always investigating things that are different to find out what else is taking place. 
the name itself is a three, which is all about communications of all forms. So this is a person that's interested in what's going on around her and doesn't take no for an answer. She's going to dig till she gets the answers she wants. The Good. next person that I you, any you want to say something, Patricia? No, I said that's good. That's good. That okay. She's not going to take no for an answer. I like that. No. So who do you have next? I have John, and John, the J-O is what I'm going to be looking at. And John lives in his head a lot, but John's always concerned about what's just and fair. does not like it if people don't play fair. So the name John, and you'll find that this will be true of most people that we know with the given name of John. He is always very studious, always involved in learning things that are different, but many times holds it all back to himself, doesn't let anybody else know what he knows. Kind of the detective, if you will. But he's not going to let you know until he's ready to make the arrest. <laughs> does that make sense? <laughs> yes, it does. But, uh, and, and John, as the given name itself, is very much in tune with what he can do to assist other people. He's a teacher in many, many respects, and more of a spiritual teacher than sometimes he wants to be. If it's too hard for him to deal with that way, he'll find something that will help him relax a lot, and it may be a medication or a drink or whatever to help him just sit back and relax and not have to face realities. Just a just a thought. But for the most part, they're the teachers and the students and the learners, very much involved with the spiritual side. So those right. are the two called in today. So I had a guy and a girl, so I thought, well, perfect. And I was also going to add something here. Uh, on my webpage, uh, on my uh, site itself, for those of you that are interested in finding out about your personal year or what your friend's personal year is, it's laid out very simply for you to be able to add together two things. You get the answers you're looking for. So you may find it surprising that how much you can do yourself just by finding out little things like that. So if anyone else has questions about the first name in that, send it along. We'll pick it up next week. Oh, that's great. And you can go to patriciakirkman.com to find out more information and also book a private session with PK. You can also find PK on supernaturalgirlswithaz.com. So either way, she can be found. And we saw a really cool video, did we not? On yeah, it looked like a little uh, a, a little Dobby from Harry Potter on a security camera. Now, there's conflicting stories about this at this point. However, when we first saw it, you and I, we thought it looked pretty darn real because of the gait of this little thing. And if you mm-hmm. haven't seen it, go to our Facebook page. Supernatural Girls and play the video. It's there for you to see. We want to know what you think about it. But that does not look like a kid with, as they're saying now, pants on their head and wearing flip flops. Really doesn't look like that to me. But well, that I was some forward at one of the shows this morning, and she was very apologetic that her son put his underwear on his hat. And he was prancing around trying to throw her a curve. So he did her as well as the rest of us. 
Yeah, but you know what? I don't even know if I believe that. And I'll tell you why. You know, sometimes when people put something like that out there and it's viewed 20 million plus times, they don't want the attention. So they'll they'll give Good us point. a different explanation and so that we back off. However, I have to say that just doesn't feel right to me. We're going to check with our psychic medium, Amy Major, tonight on that one. But I don't think that's accurate. I think there's something else going on there. They don't want to be uh, deluged with people from the paranormal coming to their home. They probably want some of this attention off of them. I don't see underwear on their head. I mean, on this this thing's head, and I don't see flip flops either. When they showed so. the uh, thing this morning, they showed that as well as the woman standing in the garage talking with them. So it's very suspect. Very suspect. Yes, but it was very very compelling and uh, you know those things are around us we know because we have seen the real thing you and I both and I know Amy's got a lot of stories to tell about these things too we've seen elves we've seen fairies they are real they're all around us and we've had people on the show who are experts in that field and are able to talk very very intelligently about the makeup of these kingdoms and how they can traverse into our world. So it was just a fun and, and very interesting mm-hmm. video to watch. And and also our guest tonight, Amy posted something on her site and I stole it immediately because it was such a good article about scientists explaining how intuition may be the highest form of intelligence. How about that? I so, think that's fat. All of us. That means that I can do better I, than I thought I could. <laughs> yes, because now they're saying that science is beginning to recognize the reality of intuition, where it comes from, how natural it is within all of us, and they are saying it's really a sign of, of high intelligence. So all of this time that people like us were made fun of for our intuition or our psychic abilities, guess what? We're at the top of the pile now, and <laughs> that's where we it's should be. Time. It's about oh. time. No question about it. That's right. So that article is also on our Facebook page, SupernaturalGirls.com. Be sure to like and follow us. Follow us on Twitter so that you can keep up with all the cool stuff that we're doing because we always do cool stuff, and we love to share it with our audience. We have our magic candles for sale. That is also available on our website, Supernatural Girls. We have one for soul clearing, soul love, and soul wealth. And these are very powerful. These are not your average candles because they are made and designed by myself, Katrina Rasbold, and her husband, Eric. So they have a tremendous amount of real mojo in them. And the people that have used them have reported back and said, oh, yes, these are quite different than any candle I've ever used. So go take a look at them on our website. You can purchase them there, or you can just send me an email, and I'll be happy to get an order out to you. And if you want your own soul realignment reading, I'm available for that. You can contact me from the website, supernaturalgirls.com. Be happy to set that up. I've been doing a ton of them lately. And it's a lot of work, let me tell you, to put these things together. But it gives a wealth of information about who you are, where you're going, and the decisions that you should be making that align you with your divinity. Very powerful stuff. So just send me an email if you're interested. If you have any questions, happy to talk to you by phone. Also, just reach out. I'm here and happy to work with you. So 
Let's see. Tonight, we have one of our very favorite people in the world on the show. She is an expert psychic medium, Amy Major. Now, what you can't see may hurt you, or at the very least, interrupt and distort the energy in your home and business. So Amy is a professional rescue medium. She's also a healer, a trainer, a teacher, and author of Toward the Light and Light the Way, two great books. Again, a successful rescue medium and healer in the New England area. All right. For 17 years, and she has studied and worked at the New Millennium Psychic Center in Derry, New Hampshire, and was also the lead medium in the Psychic Ghostbusters team, conducting many spirit investigations and rescues. She is considered one of the best up-and-coming mediums in New England. If you would like a short reading with Amy tonight, or if you have a question for Amy, you can call in 563-999-3539. Again, that's 563-999-3539. Okay, Amy, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Yes, we love having (laughs) you. We always have so much fun, and then we end up talking about the show for hours afterwards. So for people that haven't met you yet in our audience, Mm. please tell them a little bit about how you got started in all this. Oh my goodness! Um, well, it's it's crazy as as a lot of psychics and mediums say. It started when I was born. <laughs> no, it, but it, it really did. I, I you know it got started when I was just a kid, uh, seeing auras, um, leaving my body, having past life dreams, um, speaking to voices in my head. My whole childhood, you know, those wonderful invisible friends that we have. And it just felt very different as a child, and I always felt kind of lonely, to tell you the truth. I always felt like I was alone, like there wasn't anybody out there like me, because the voices that I kept talking to, they kept saying, oh, you're very different, and one day you're you're going to do something very important, but right now you're going to have to keep it to yourself. So I always felt like I could never talk about it with anybody, especially my family that was very agnostic. They didn't believe in God. They never talked about God. We never talked about the other side. My father was actually Jewish, so the only time we ever talked about death, I asked him questions, and he didn't believe that life continued after we died. It's just when you died, your body went into the ground, you became part of the earth. There was no soul, and that just scared me i just cried for days because i'm like you know as a five-year-old kid you're thinking that's just not logical why would we come here on the planet learn everything we came here to learn have all these wonderful connections with people and then just die and forget everything that just didn't make logical sense to me and i had this overwhelming feeling as a child that i was connected to god and i was connected to something much bigger than myself and whenever any tv shows or movies would come on about heaven i would immediately get drawn to them i had to watch them i had to learn more about the other side i had to learn about death and dying i just felt gravitated towards that type of thing and then I think around the age 15, I had my first experience with an earthbound spirit. And then at 20, I was told I was a psychic and medium by an astrologer, who, of course, at the time, I thought she was crazy. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm military. I'm tough. I'm not a psychic. That's a gypsy with a crystal ball telling you your future. No, 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 that's not me. And she's like, no, you're psychic, and you're going to develop your whole life um, to being psychic and doing this work for a living. And 
you know, sure enough, two years later, I was training and developing as a psychic medium and started working right away. I've been working now as a medium for almost 20 years now, and it's just, it's been absolutely crazy uh, that with my development, but it started you know, at a very early age, knowing that I was different, knowing that I came here to do something very different than the average typical daily job. But I have to say it was very lonely. And and now that I'm in the psychic community and now that I know so many people such as yourself, it's like like a, a breath of fresh air. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is my tribe. These are the people that I've been looking for my whole life and never knew existed. So it's it's really wonderful to be able to um, connect to such a great group of people with many different gifts and abilities. The rescue work came after I started developing as a medium because the moment I opened up the mediumship, all of these spirits would come circling around me and the room would get very dark and very heavy and, and, you know, and they all knew they were like, we're here for Amy. We're here for Amy. And I'm like, why are you here for me? I'm like this, I, I'm not a bad person because, you know, you know, the way we got taught 20 years ago is like energy attracts like energy. So if you're a bad person, you're going to attract bad spirits. That's what they kind of tell you. They don't tell you, you know, why it's really happening. I had to learn that through the years through my guides and angels and their teachings on the other side. But uh, I was the earthbound spirits were attracted to my vibration. So they knew I was a rescue medium before I did. I didn't know anything about rescue work. Um, so through year after year after year of connecting to these spirits, helping them move into the light, connecting to my guides and angels, getting the downloads of information, I just learned how to be a rescue medium, and I would just Google something that they're telling me. And, and I remember one day I got so excited because it's like they started talking to me about transition and change and the vibrational frequencies, and I started Googling it, and someone in Australia is saying the same exact verbiage, and I get so excited because I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's true, it's real, because there's nobody in my area to uh, to train me. It's just I've been tr- I've been trained by the other side, so it was it was difficult. It took me a decade just to learn what I was supposed to be doing. And after I finally learned and I was doing well, they're like, "Okay, you need you need to write a book now." I go through, like, write a book? <laughs> me? What? And they're like, "Nope, you're gonna write a book." So I wrote the book, and it did so well. And people were like, we want to learn more. And I'm like, okay. So I'm going to write my second book. And I wrote the second book uh, on how to train people, how to become rescue mediums, because I've been contacted all over the country and actually all over the world by people that want to learn rescue mediumship. They've never heard of it before. And so now I'm training people all over the world, and I'm just I'm like, wow, look how far I've come. And my guide's like, buckle up, buttercup. It's going a lot further than this. I'm like, That's okay, terrific. can only wait and see oh. where it's going from here. That is really exciting. And, you know, you address a very important issue, which is the loneliness that a lot of people who are talented like you have felt growing up, that they've had to be self-protective mm. because their family environment or the cultural environment or the school environment just did not make room for it. Now things are much different, but when we were all growing up, it was strict and it was very compartmentalized, so there wasn't room for this. So you're definitely one of the trailblazers, and it it goes back to also, PK, talking about your name, that your persistence being an Amy Mm. really must have (laughs) helped you to to just, you know, barrel through all of this by yourself. I definitely do not take no for an answer. That is absolutely spot on. (laughs) 
You were yeah, going to say I, something? I, I am, I'm very determined. I, people like to say very passionate. Other people like to say very stubborn. Hey, you know, it's, it's, I do not take no when I feel it. I'm strongly passionate about something. And when I, the other side is saying, you need to do it, you need to do it, and everyone's like, no, don't do it. I'm like, I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> I, I use the phrase, it's like, yeah. a, it's like a sawhorse at a construction site. It doesn't budge. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> That is good. Well, I, I want to move to the phones because we do have somebody who's been patiently waiting to talk with you, Amy. So let me bring her on the line. I believe her name is Keisha. Let's see. Hi, is this Keisha? Hi, yes. Hi, Keisha. Do you have a question for Amy tonight? Yes. Do you see me getting a job soon? Is this the Keisha that I know? I don't know. Okay, I know another Keisha. You sound so yes, sweet bunch like of us her. Out there. Oh. oh no, no, there is another Keisha. She's from Pennsylvania. I've heard her. She'd be on, on BTR too, and she sounds okay. just like me. But she's from Pennsylvania. Oh, I mean Pittsburgh. So but she sounds just like me. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, she does. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you, my, your guys are saying that you have been looking for quite a while, and they said don't get discouraged because it's like almost mm-hmm. like they keep saying you've been looking in the wrong direction. Um, they say so you're actually not listening to your instincts, your gut intuition, when it comes to the type of work that you want to do. What is it with education? Are you supposed to be taking another class, or are you teaching? What is it with education that you're supposed to be doing? Um, uh, nothing. I am not an educator. What, <laughs> and most of the time, it Uh huh. What type of work are you looking for? Right now, just a uh, customer service. But I, I would oh, like to get on something that's not going to confine me to a uh, one place, like something that's going to yeah. have me out and about. That's what I want. But I have no idea what kind of. Uh, job those are so I'm like well they kept saying that what you're doing now is like it's almost like it's you're stuck in that type of work because it's not really what you're supposed to be doing they keep saying education mm-hmm. education education and that you're to supposed to, to be doing something very hands-on yes mm-hmm. because you're very yeah, good exactly at going, to, you know, going in the community yeah mm-hmm. yes Yes, that's exactly what they want you to do. And they said, please do not fall back on something that's just because it's easy. You're going to regret it years from now. Try, even if it's just one course at a time, get more education under your belt and go a little bit further because they have such high expectations for you. If you have to do something temporary, that's fine. They keep Mm -hmm. saying only make sure it's temporary just so you don't get okay. stuck there for 10 years. And you look back and you're like, oh, my gosh, why did I do that? Well, I'm already 40 years old, so I don't have much time. <laughs> but okay, oh, um, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm just a little older than you. Honey, we got plenty of time. Plenty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, you, you are. I'm actually hearing um, within the next three weeks you're actually going to be in a job. So even if that means looking, looking with temp agencies, because I feel mm-hmm. like they could ju- they could kind of get something in for you very very quickly. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. usually temp to perm, but they said within three weeks you'll have something. Do you know if I've already applied for these particular temp agencies? 
because I applied like that two or three of them, and then I kind of stopped. And they said they would call me back later in the summer, but I was kind of wondering. Oh, no, no, you need to give them a call back because they've forgotten. You already forgotten me? Wow. They've already okay, forgotten. Cool. They they get busy, so you need to just stay on them like a like a flea. Get them on like the flea and they'll keep scratching and you'll itch and you're like, Well, find me a job and I'll stop itching you <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. It's like become the flea, become the bug, become the one who says, You are working for me. You are supposed okay. to be finding me a job. I'm going right. to get under your skin until you do. And if okay. anything, that's going to show you're passionate to be working. Okay. All right. So well, get back call, on man. the phone and give them a call. Okay. I will definitely do that. Okay. Thank you so much. Have Good a blessed luck. Night. Uh-huh. Bye. Thanks for your call, Fisha. Good Thank luck. Thank you for having me. All right. Thanks. Good advice, Amy. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Now, yes. Now, what PK. around me, Amy? <laughs> the the what around you? I said, what little buggers are hanging around me? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I feel I keep hearing you have an animal walking <laughs> around with you. So I don't know if somebody's lost a dog, and I would say it'd be about the size of a like a like a lab. There's a dog that's walking around you in spirit. And so and I have animals in the house, but we have a lot outside and around the property the uh, uh, the little uh, critters that between lizards and things of that nature and a little few of the uh, fun animals that trek around here in Arizona. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like you attract a lot of um, spirit animals. <clears throat> so you're going to have to just kind of watch the energy around you because they're not coming in to bug you. They're just coming in to kind of be around you and to uh, be with the other animals that are there. I feel like there's a lot of wild animals coming in spirit as well. So you're going to have some, I feel like there's something like walking behind you all the time. So just don't back up too fast. (laughs) They're going to bump into you. I won't (laughs) because I don't run too fast. Yeah, we've got coyotes and uh, javelina, et cetera, around the property. Oh, yeah, it's probably because I feel like a, like a dog, like a coyote-like dog energy that keeps walking around you. And the good thing is, is like I think that um, this particular kind of dog is one of your power animals. So uh, if a dog is coming in, it's being a little extra protective over you because um, maybe I know in that area there's a lot of vortex energy. Yes. So if you have an extra protector walking with you, it's just kind of saying, well, I keep hearing, watch your step. Watch where you're walking. Because I don't know if you're having any sort of um, mobility issues or any sort of balance issues, but they keep trying to keep you balanced and straight. And they keep saying, watch how you're walking and where you're walking, because they, they kind of see that a possible um you know, not necessarily a fall, but kind of like just watching your step to make sure because it's just like protectors. They're right there with you even when they, you don't want them there. <laughs> they're right in your face. They kind of say, pay attention to me. So 
Um, Whenever I walk into a vortex, I feel like, you know, the room starts to spin and I feel like I I can can fall straight on my my face because it's like it gets so intense sometimes. And people are like, how do I know if I walk through a vortex? I'm like, do it just once and you'll know you'll never have to ask that question again (laughs) because it's that intense. Good to know. Very good to know, dear. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. So, Amy, tell us more about what a spirit rescue is. What do you do? Well, spirit rescue is really a huge field. And spirit rescue is really not just rescuing spirits, but also rescuing the frequency and energy of the earth. A rescue is going in to clean up and to help energy that's wounded. So Spirit Rescue has rescue mediums who come in to communicate with spirits, what they call earthbound spirits, that have people who have died and for many different reasons make the conscious or subconscious decision to not cross into light and make their transition. Mediums such as myself, we can communicate with them because they find us. They're gravitated towards our frequency and our light. They they they're they're coming at us because they either think we're the light or they know that we can help them find their way into light. Quite often, a lot of these spirits aren't ready to move on. They're just staying behind because they're quite comfortable. But we're still here to offer assistance when needed. A lot of these spirits can't seem to figure out how to raise their frequency back into the consciousness to raise into a transitional process. And that normally occurs when the person leaves their body. It's a, it's, it's a natural occurrence to leave and to gravitate into a higher frequency into the light. The moment they make the decision not to go, then they move back into a lower frequency, separating them from the tunnel of the light, therefore kind of keeping them under the radar so they're not able to see the light anymore. Us as mediums, we raise their frequency back into that connection so they can make that transition. Now, Spirit Rescue also incorporates energy healers. These energy healers, and I'm an energy healer as well, uh, energy healers come in and they clear out residual imprints vortexes, energy clusters, any sort of wound or lower frequency in a vibration that's kind of surrounding an area, we come in and we clean up the area, we transmute, we clear, we raise the frequency or at least bring it back to a normal or neutral state so that it's back to where it was before that that occurrence happened to create that residual imprint. A lot of people believe that these imprints are really spirits or ghosts, when in fact they're not ghosts. They are just residual imprints of something that happened that left its mark in the auric field of the earth of vibrational frequency. So Spirit Rescue incorporates energy healers and mediums so we can help with the transitionary process and clear away the residual imprints afterward. I know there's a lot in a mouthful. (laughs) That's a great explanation. Thank you. Because people a lot of times may be feeling uneasy in their own skin or uneasy in their own space. And there are reasons for that. I mean, you're saying that what you can see, they may not be able to see. 
but it's certainly affecting them. Can you give an example of someone who was being affected by other entities in their space and brought you in and you were able to clear it? I mean, what were they experiencing and feeling? Oh, yeah. Most of the time when people feel like if it's a spirit, because people feel and sense many different things depending on what they're reacting to. I have several, I mean, I mean, dozens and dozens and dozens of clients that have come to me and they're like, look, I can't see what's going on in my home, but every time I walk in, I feel like I'm walking in on a group or a gathering of people just talking. I feel like I'm interrupting every time I walk into the house. And when I'm walking around, I feel like someone's watching me all the time or you you hear voices or sometimes you feel like you hear something moving around in another room, but you don't see a spirit, but you know you're just not alone. It's just this inevitable feeling of thinking like, I need to be alone in my house. There's something else in here. I need it out. I don't feel comfortable. This is what we call your sixth sense that's picking up on their energy and their frequency because you don't have to see something to know that something's there. You can tell. It's like you blindfold yourself. Someone walks into a room. You know someone's just walked into a room because you can sense the change. You can feel their energy. And the same thing with the spirit. If you feel like somebody's in your house, most likely a spirit is in your house. Now, that doesn't always guarantee or mean that that's an earthbound spirit. Quite often, spirits from the other side come and visit us all the time. The difference is, is the spirits that come visit us is like a very friendly, lighter vibration. It's like a feather. It's like, yep, I feel I'm kind of sensing, you know, like a memory, or all of a sudden I just got a whiff of their perfume, or I feel like they're standing around me, but it feels very loving, very very kind, very generous. And if you feel like there's an earthbound spirit in your home, you're going to feel like that's really thick, heavy energy, like intense, like you feel like somebody's needing something from you. And I always Mm -hmm. give that example because spirits from the other side come in to give you something, love, attention, comfort. Spirits that are earthbound are looking to get something from you, attention, comfort, help. They want this from you. So that's how you can sense if it's earthbound or a spirit from the other side, depending on whether they want to give you something or whether they want to get something from you. So that is quite a often, great explanation. Yeah, I love that. It's like most, most people are like, how can I tell the difference? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, because that's been my experience in 20 years. It's like I haven't met an earthbound spirit that wanted to give me anything other than a, a hard time. <laughs> other than they want to take energy from you so that is a great great understanding that you just gave everybody so thank you for that it's a that's a very important insight yep Yep, absolutely and I would just come in and I would be able to communicate with the spirit right away because the moment I stepped in I don't even have to step in the door I can usually people will send me pictures of their home they're like tell me if it's haunted tell me if it's just an imprint and I can actually scan their home through their through the picture because I can link in energetically I could tell if it's an earthbound spirit I can tell if it's just spirits from the other side or I could tell if it's just an energy cluster or residual imprint to say no don't worry your house isn't haunted but it does need a very good energetic clearing done and usually right. from there, people will know if they'll need their homes cleared or not. But it just gives them peace of mind to know, am I crazy? Is this something really here? 
because I have to say 90 to 95% of the homes have some type of residual energy that people are going to feel that might be a haunting. Quite often mm-hmm. it's not. For actual hauntings, I'm looking at maybe 20% of homes. Only because there are so many earthbound spirits roaming around, they're going to gravitate towards somebody in the household that has some type of intuitive or mediumship ability, or there's a vortex or frequency around that home that's drawing them in. So usually it's only about 20%. Okay, so that's that's good to know, too, because I think everybody immediately jumps to a a ghost here, and that's not necessarily the case. There are many other options in terms of what could be visiting you. Now, the other day, uh, we had a visitor here. Now, usually I can see them, but I couldn't see this one, but I felt it, and Mm -hmm. I knew you were coming on the show. Usually, if they don't identify themselves, I send them away. It's just my personal preference. I demand that they tell me who they are, and if they don't, I say goodbye. But I knew you were coming on the show, so I thought, well, I'm not going to do that (laughs) this time. (laughs) I'm going to talk to Amy, and I'm going to let Amy tell me what and who, what or who. Because, you know, it can be an interdimensional, it can be an ET, Mm -hmm. it can be whatever. But this this entity was actually able to touch me. It It was able to make a dent in the physical world. So what do you pick up on that? Uh, I definitely get the sense that there's two, not just oh. one. Yeah, uh-huh. I get a male and a female that come in. Um, the female is actually, uh, I feel, a higher frequency, uh, meaning mm-hmm. a higher consciousness with her. So she seems more of a higher spiritual being, like a guide. I don't feel she's your guide, but I feel she's coming in to kind of watch and oversee uh, what you're doing because she's telling me that what you're going to be doing in the near future, she's going to be overseeing and make sure that it gets handled properly. Uh, there's also the gentleman that stepped in. He is more on an earthbound level. He uh, he has darker hair. I see a beard on his face. I do want to say I probably in his 40s um, when he passed, He is telling me that he knew somebody connected to you, so he found the energetic links to come to see you, and he was the one that touched you. Oh, okay. uh, He was trying to get your attention. Uh, Oh, he's actually excited that I'm here. Uh, (laughs) He's just like, he's like, who's Andy? Who's Andy? And then he just linked in with me, and he's like, oh. So he's he's just like I've got so much to say. He seems very kind of his energy is very very high. He's um, he kind of is like a nervous personality. He has a little bit of a beer belly to him. So I'm gonna say you know kind of seems like the kind of person sitting at a computer eating pizza all day. Uh, he didn't like that. Um, but he, he's kind of he's really interested in your radio show. And he says he can, he wants to show you electronic gadgets, like he wants to help you with IT. He wants to help you with that. But this other high spiritual being has kind of stepped in, not only to protect the space, because she's coming in saying what you're going to be doing in the near future is important, so she doesn't want him interfering with what you're mm-hmm. doing. So he, they, she can't clear the earthbound spirit because he's technically 
not sensing her or seeing her the way that he needs to. He just visits or sees her as a threat. So mm-hmm. she was kind of waiting for him to link in to me to see if I ah. could help him cross. So she's very patient. Oh. Okay. that's So is that something that you can do? Can you help him cross so that he's not aggravating everybody? <laughs> Yeah, I was just asking him, I said, so, you know, is this time? Do you know where you are? And he's like, yep, he knows exactly where he is. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he is having a good time roaming. He's just like, ah. he he's what we call the stubborn, <laughs> where they know they've died. They're just, they're not interested in moving into the light. And I've been noticing a lot of that lately. You know, so many people say the death and dying process is so natural to gravitate into the light, whereas we've evolved um, in ourselves as our spiritual beings, we now have a different consciousness, so we're now more aware of what's happening during the death process. So a lot of these spirits are staying behind. They're like, no, I want to kind of roam around. I want to see what it's like in between states. It's a form of education and understanding that they're doing so they're they're purposely not moving into light just so they can understand a different frequency and a, and, a, and a different experience so this guy knows what he did he knows he's not ready to go into light because he's having a good time roaming around and like peeking on people that's what he said i'm peeking at people and they don't know i'm here and he's like giggling he's having a good time with this so I, what I really need to do is kind of set the ground rules for him mm-hmm. and tell him that what he can and cannot do as a spirit, he cannot interfere with our free will, he cannot make somebody uncomfortable, he cannot move into somebody's body because that's invading the free will as well. Um, and if the other side demands that, like, look, we really need you to start thinking about crossing, he needs to listen to them. No, I cannot physically force him to cross. The other side can't physically force him to cross. It has to be a conscious decision. His free will decides it. But what can happen is if he decides to interfere with somebody else's free will or he decides to become somewhat, um, you know, kind of um, – traumatic for people or abusive towards people, the other side can take action because he's breaking spiritual law. So they can put him in what we call a holding area uh, where he's kind of going to be briefed on the, the, the um, ins and outs of what you can't do as a spirit, and he's going to be in a holding area until he decides that he's going to be a good boy. So okay. this particular spirit seems to not want to follow the rules, so I may have to connect him in with what I call spirit police uh, because they <laughs> oversee spiritual law. All right. Hope he's he's starting I'll to cower in the corner. <laughs> yeah, well, it was interesting because my experience of both of these entities is I didn't know them personally. So I I had no idea uh, who or what they were. And I think you've hit the nail on the head with both of them. I feel that you're absolutely right. And so that's that's important. And, yeah, and I think everybody needs to know, too, you don't have to allow anything into your space. You can tell them to leave, and they do have to leave. Isn't that true? Once you set that rule down, and you can send them yep. out of your space. 
you can do right. anything. Oh. We we uh we have our free will and technically because these spirits are in the third dimension or just above the third dimension, we technically have the right to say this is our space you need to move out because we have an authority in the third dimension. We are embodied into a third dimensional frequency and body, therefore what we're doing supersedes anything that they're doing. So right. we absolutely are like, you're invading my space, you need to get out now. And if you don't, right. I'm calling in the other side to do it for you. Exactly. You know, i got to share with you, too, when I do the soul realignment readings for people, it takes a long time to get all the material together. It's a lot of protocol. It takes me like a day, day and a half to get it all together. But one of the things I've been seeing pretty regularly with clients is that there are a lot of spirits doing what this guy has been doing, watching people, because they're so curious. And it can be an interference in people's energy. So I'm careful to look at this and assess it in a way that if it is interfering, then we do a clearing. Because that energy, even though some of them are just curious and watching, that can be a distraction to the human. Right. It absolutely could be interfering. Because it's if it's depending on how close they move in, their aura and their frequency can be merging in with your aura, therefore changing your behavior, which That's could be right. interfering with what you're supposed to be doing. They don't intentionally try to cause harm, but when they're doing that, they may be interfering with something that you, your own personal intuition or your feelings or your um, your thoughts. So that is going to absolutely change and interfere. I've had so many spirits come in in the past, and they came so closely closely into my aura that I literally felt like I was becoming that spirit because they were right. so attached onto me. So mm-hmm. that changed my thought patterns, the way I felt and what I wanted to do. So it was almost like they were living my life for me. But I had to go through that to understand that that's what spirits could do. So you're absolutely yes. right. Yep. Yes, exactly. And it can be flattering for people. Oh, they're curious about me. But it's really uh, <laughs> it's not really something that you want to encourage. My feeling is, look, either you're going to, you're going to be here to help that person or you're going to leave. There's no right. in-between. So, anyways, we're going to take a very short commercial break. And if you want to talk to Amy, the number to call is 563 563- Nine 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 three five three nine. Again, that number is five six three nine 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 three five three nine. You are listening to Supernatural Girls Radio, and we will be right back. Pure essential oils, specialized minerals, and a revolutionary anti-aging technology. Astridian combines the best of all scientifically proven ingredients in easy-to-use creams, lotions, and concentrated serums. Astridian's advanced line of products take your skin to a new level of being healthy and beautiful. We offer a variety of collections that address all your skin concerns. The Essential Anti-Aging Series treats and moisturizes your skin for a long-lasting, younger look. The Multivitamin Series promotes healthy skin with high-quality vitamins and minerals. The Sports Series restores skin from cellular damage and stress. Astridian also offers a revitalizing solution for hair and a professional series for doctors and medical spas. 
Visit astridian.love today and begin your new journey to healthy, beautiful, youthful skin. Astridian, beyond your expectations. Are you ready for a new experience of freedom and powerful connection? Would you like a positive, effortless change in your life? Then come to CosmicFusion.com, where we offer the most advanced energy clearing and expansion techniques in the world with a quantum vortex energy to activate your divine blueprint and life's purpose. When your soul leads the way with cosmic fusion and quantum vortex energy, you can break clear of past difficulties and blocks with the power of the source. With cosmic fusion, the source energy does the work for you. It's easy and effortless. Listen to our free meditation right from our Cosmic Fusion website, the Cosmic Code Meditation. Sign up for one of our interactive webinars today. Come to Cosmic Fusion, www.kosmicfusion.com to experience an effortless awakening and transformation. Are you ready for an upgrade? Are you ready for a new experience of living in the fifth dimensional magic and powerful connection? Then visit CosmicFusion.com today. CosmicFusion.com Your property tax bill. Have you seen it lately? It's frightening. Your property taxes are going up while your home value is going down. It's time to fight back and win. For the real truth about the property tax system, get attorney Pat Quintilian's book, Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Attorney Quintilian answers all your questions and gives you the facts you need to fight a property tax bill that is spiraling out of control. You'll also read about what happens to property owners who don't check their property records, only to find out too late they're taxed on square footage, fixtures, and even buildings that they don't own. Is this happening to you? Learn your rights. Buy Attorney Pat Quintilian's book today. Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Available on Amazon.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker. I'm here with my co-host from Tucson, PK, and our great guest tonight, Amy Major. So, Amy, this is so much fun talking with you. You're so enlightened about all of these subjects, and you're giving a lot of really good in-depth information to our audience tonight. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you. I've got a question because I often ask this when we have psychic mediums on. As you know, PK and I have had a couple of co-hosts that have passed over, and one of them is jumping up and down right now. Her name is Becky Andreasen. And I was wondering if you can pick up on her because I keep seeing her here that she would like to speak. So I was wondering if you could could be her voice tonight. No, was she a healer by chance? Oh, she was able to heal. She was a great psychic medium herself. Okay, because when she came, when I first linked into her energy, she was just surrounded by this beautiful green color. And then she kind of came in with this very strong forcefulness about her as well. And when I when I leaned in with her, I felt like a lot of pressure 
um, in the abdomen and chest area where I feel like there's a lot of weakness and a lot of heavy breathing. And I felt like there was some um, type of medical illness, like a cancer. I feel like there's something that kind of drew her energy down quite a bit. Um, when I leaned into her a little bit more, uh, she seems very headstrong, like very oh, determined. Yeah. This is what I need to do. This is what I need to get done. And this, you know, I feel like I also have little kids around her as well. So I don't yeah. know if she was a teacher or she had kids, but I'm feeling young ones around her as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do feel like I don't know if she either cut her hair or put her hair up, but I'm feeling she keeps wanting to put her hair up. She's like, I'm busy. I don't have time to do my hair. I don't have time to get things done. <laughs> so she's busy, 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 busy body is what I want to call her. And um, she is definitely around you a lot. Uh, she likes to kind of push you from behind and kind of mm-hmm. saying, I'm telling her all the time all the things that she needs to do, and she's not listening to me. And I'm like, okay, okay, well, what do you want her to know? What do you want her to know? Uh, I do see her. Was she She was one of the co-hosts on the show because I just saw, yeah. like, headphones on her head. Okay. Oh, yeah. And uh, she did pass from cancer. She did what? She passed from cancer. Oh, she yes, did. She- because oh, I'm just like as I step into her, it's just like I feel like, like kind of like I'm I'm just getting so sick, and I'm like laying mm-hmm. in bed, and she's just like she was ready for the transition. She's like I'm ready, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to step out of my body because she knew what was coming on the other side. She said there was mm-hmm. an awful lot of sadness around her passing because of her family not wanting to let her go. But she's just like I didn't go that far. She's like I went like two steps up. And I'm in this new frequency, but I'm watching you guys all the time. She says she's watching you like a hawk. So I feel <laughs> like she would have liked, she's showing me like a lot of animals around her. So I think she would have been into like birds and hawks and uh, different kind of wildlife as well. Uh, she's kind of showing me all of that. Um, I'm asking her, kind of, what do you what, what do you want to tell her? What do you want her to know? And she's like, well, I'll tell her first I'm here because she says you can sense her all the time. And she says you yes. can sense her like putting her hand on your shoulder. She does that a lot when mm-hmm. she, when you're when you're doing your show. Uh, she says she also, I don't think she would have been like right there with you all the time, but she says she moves chairs or moves things around. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's some movement of objects around you and she's like she's got like this kind of sassiness about her she's like yeah i could do that i know because <laughs> i'm like wow she's like yeah i could do that so i'm like i'm asking her about her her mediumship ability because it's it's really easy for a medium to connect to another medium in spirit because the communication yeah. comes so much faster and mm-hmm. she said she didn't have as much confidence in her mediumship as she she wanted to have I don't know mm-hmm. if that's, she held back true. a lot, but felt very self-conscious about it. Mm-hmm. And she's like she so. she, she wanted good. to expand more. She kept saying she never wanted to stop learning. It was just like she loved doing the show and, and talking to people because there was always something to learn with another guest and another person. And she said she thinks that you, since you never stop learning, that everybody, no matter how far they go in mediumship, should always have mentors or always have some class 
that they're studying or doing because she says that the information that we're learning here in the in the 3D is just a fraction of what the spirit world wants us to know. So they're like, keep going, keep moving forward, keep raising your consciousness, because I kind of feel like education was extremely important to her. And she's mm-hmm. like, I wish I would have gone further with the mediumship than I did. But I keep seeing energy coming out of her hands, like no matter whatever she touched, she she was healing. Does that make sense for her? Yes, I, it absolutely does. Yes. Everything you're okay. saying is is absolutely true. She and she did have a a big love of animals, wildlife. She loved owls. That was a very big deal. And uh, yeah, and we miss her. I mean, PK and I both miss her still. She was she was just a delightful and very talented person. And and she knows we love her and still and miss her. Very definitely. Yeah, she uh, she's. Uh, <laughs> I keep wanting to call her Miss Sassy Pants. <laughs> Every time she looks at me, she kind of like cocks her head to the side. And she's like, yep, I did that. <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's her. So she's right, isn't that, isn't that Becky? She does. She's, just, she's, she's a lot of fun. She really is. Yeah. I'm just asking her because um, she, she wants to kind of go in and just start teaching. So I think that's what she is doing on the other side. Uh, she says she's teaching children on the other side. Uh, I'm going to see what else she wants you to know. There's um, a script. There's a script. What's with the script? What's this? What script? Uh, script. Character script. Something about you in a character script. I don't know what that means. Um, she says you're developing a character script. You should be developing a character script. So um, something about writing, fictional writing. Yeah. That's and... what, yes, something's on me to write, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because it, it, it's kind of, but it, she said script. So to me that's a movie or television. Yeah. And, right. and she's like, it isn't just a book. This is This goes further than that. Yes, yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. I know, okay. Becky, I know. <laughs> and she's like, "Well, you're not getting any younger." Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's true. Oh, that's very true. Yes, can't argue you with know, that. And, and, and she's just like, "You never know how long you have." You know, when you're no. here, and so many people put things off. And uh, she's just like, "That's one thing." She says, "If we only knew." how precious time was and, and how little time we have here on the planet to get things done. She said people would not be sitting and watching. I shouldn't say that. But I'm like, I shouldn't say that if she wants something to do with TV. But she said people shouldn't sit and watch TV and waste their time. They need to get out and do stuff. They need to learn. They need to get their hands into everything. And uh, she's because she, she just touched She's just talking and talking and talking. She'll talk my ear off for the rest of the night. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, uh, that's, that's interesting. And I wanted to say, Keisha, I know you're still listening. And so I'm way older than you, but I still feel like I have a lot of time. So uh, please don't feel that, that you're running out of time. There is there is time for the things you're passionate about. But anyways, to go back to what you're saying about Becky, you're 100% accurate that you've described her perfectly 
in life, and I know she's uh, she's going gangbusters on the other side. That's so typical of her, and I'm I'm glad to to have heard from her through you tonight. And I know PK, you are too. Oh, yeah. She's just a sweetheart. I mean, we just love her so much, and one of the most exciting people we've ever known. I mean, she really, she really was a great lady, and she still is on the other side. So thanks for connecting with. I'll, I'll be, oh, I'll be more sensitive to her in the future. I promise. <laughs> mm. Well, we've got some waiting teaching. on the line. Well, that's good okay. because she's good. She's really good at it. So we have somebody on the line right now wants to talk to you in the area code 804. And let's bring this person on. Hi, you're live on the air. Do you have a question for Amy? Yes, and what a beautiful reading from Becky because uh, I am looking to do exactly what she's talking about in the physical realm here. And I wanted to ask Amy if she's native to New Hampshire because the motto, live free or die, is deep in my heart in New Hampshire's been a second home to me on and off all my life. And uh, this is uh, Hugh. How are you, Patty? Hey. Hi, Hugh. Nice of you to join us. So, Amy, what do you think about that? Live free or die? you relate to oh, that? Oh, let me tell you. Because uh, my license plate actually says psychic, and then it says live free or die <laughs> over it. So people call me the live free or die psychic. <laughs> I'm like really? I didn't even recognize that when I was doing that. And it's, um, the funny thing is, is that I've lived in New Hampshire for about 20 years. I'm originally uh, from Long Beach, California, the whole other side of the country. I moved here after the military, and uh, I'm going to be staying in New Hampshire for a while, I think, um, as long as spirit's not moving me around anywhere else. It's an absolute beautiful. State, I have to admit, I'm not so sure I'm used to the snow <laughs> yet <laughs> after 20 years. But then, you know, they say the New Englanders up here, they're still not used to the snow, and they've been here their whole lives. But it's it's a beautiful state, and I'm just very lucky uh, to be here. I never, you know, understood New England and the uh, the spiritual energy that is here. I growing up in California, watching all the Halloween shows, everything was like Salem, Massachusetts, but they never really talked about New Hampshire. But when you get up here, it's like, oh my gosh, the pumpkin season and the apple crisps and uh, the beautiful trees and and the luxurious log cabins and the, you know, covered bridges. It's just, it's gorgeous here. It really is. Now, if they just take the snow away, I'll stay here forever. <laughs> right. But you said you were you a teacher? A... Is that what you were saying? I'm sorry? Did you say that you were a teacher? I have a lot that people need to be educated by through my life experiences, and if Becky's still with you, I'd love to see what, how she resonates with what I'm talking about and what she's doing. Mm. Yeah, because she keeps saying there's more words that need to come from you or actually through you. So right. I don't know if you're channeling, but it, it just kind of like I saw the energy going through you and out of your mouth. Well, that's why I want to connect with you off air, and oh. then you can bring it back to Patricia and PK. I did speak with PK a little bit ago, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, it's depressing for me at times because, like you were saying, people 
not they they have to watch TV in a different way. They have to do it in an educational way, not just for mm-hmm. entertainment. So right. I say, I say too, they got to put the devices down and just get out into nature, which I say is God's classroom, and resonate with that. And when they come back in, things will be totally different, and their stress level will be reduced tremendously, too. It's mm-hmm. a form of meditation, just being out in uh, the beauty of God's uh, glory. Well, not only is it uh, meditative, but it's actually been proven to be energetically healing, because, right. as you know, our auras blend in with the auras of nature. And through this energy exchange, we're taking in the energy of the earth, which is a natural healing element, which is clearing away all the, the, the toxins that we're, you know, kind of bringing into our body through all the electronic devices and through the smog and through the energy exchange of, you know, frustrated people. But we go into nature and it's like it's all cleared away. We could center and ground in our bodies. We can regulate our breathing. We can relax, which is a natural state of healing. So nature does so much more just to clear the mind, body, and spirit of an individual. That's why we lived out in nature for so long. Living out in these cities is actually damaging our bodies more than we can realize. That's why we have to get back into nature we are part of nature, just like the animals and the trees are. We can't take ourselves out of our own natural habitat for too long without feeling the, the side effects of it. So I absolutely agree with you. And synchronistically, I'll end on this. I lived out in the L.A. area years ago. I was there for the Sulmar quake back in 1970. I lived just north of Wilshire Boulevard on Normandy Avenue over near the Equitable Building. I used to love to go to Santa Monica all the time. Mm. Yes, I'm familiar with that. Yes. Wow. Gosh, I haven't so heard I'll those I'll speak with you all there, but thank you so much for what you had to say. and Thank you, Patricia and PK, for allowing me to speak. Thanks for your call, Hugh. It's always good to hear from you. Yes, it is. Definitely. Um, so, world. Let's, yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Um, what happens when you encounter extraterrestrials? Because I know you've had some experience there. Well, I first tried not to be um, my warrior self. And I'll explain what that means. Is Most of the time you have to think about it, I'm a warrior energy. I'm all about protection and security. I do that uh, with the earthbound spirits. I do that with any type of life form that I feel could be threatening in any way to not only humanity but to the earth. So when I sense ETs from other planetary systems, my first instinct is go after the attack just because I am a warrior. Then my guides and my mind have to take over and say, whoa there, step back. Is this a friend or is this a threat? I have to link in. I have to find out what's going on. Quite often they're just watching. There are so many different um, multidimensional entities, spirits and energies and and life beings from other planetary systems coming in. It's such an active time right now that it's it's hard to tell who's a friend or who's not um, when you're first linking in. So I always go to source. 
I always go to my guides to ask them, is this somebody that is a threat and I get to rip their head off because I like to do that, (laughs) or is this a friend and I have to leave them alone and see what I can find out. So usually my guides will let me know. I'm not the best resource to go to when it comes to um, having a wonderful intellectual conversation with these beings just because I go into security mode so often um, as a warrior. I try to step back and learn as much as I can, but my fangs just won't stop coming out. So <laughs> it's, 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 it's something I've been working on. Trust me, I have been. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, what, and you bring a, what up experiences enough- have you had? Because it's like the ones that I've had, uh, they don't stick around for too long. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's interesting because when we were all working on American Skull and Becky was a part of that, and Helene also, there was an entity, uh, an ET that showed up called the Commander, and he was a very, um, he was a very friendly and loving entity. We have pictures of him that showed up. He gave us messages that came to pass. Unfortunately, they were about Becky and Helene passing away, but Aww. his message was clear, and, and he did tell them, you guys need to clean up your diet, and you're, you're taking in too many poisons, and he, right. he went on about that, but it was interesting. At the time, I did not know that Becky was a smoker. Helene was a smoker. They both had terrible diets. I did not know this, um, mm-hmm. and so... Because they told me they were eating healthy. I believed them. <laughs> that was mm. not the case. Remember, what <laughs> remember that, PK? You yeah. Know, we were all thinking, oh, they're eating salads. They were eating, like, you know, fried food and Taco Bell and things that they shouldn't be eating. So, anyhow, he was an, a magnificent connection and very powerful. And then we we lost track of him over time. And of course, when uh, Helene passed first and Becky passed second. So uh, after that, George uh, Lugo and I worked together and we, we also had some contact with him and he did show up occasionally, but not as Isn't much as George he did. Isn't George wonderful? Yeah, George is wonderful. Yeah. Very dear friend I've to talked PK. With George a few times. So, Oh, no kidding. Well, PK, you've known him for what, ever, right? <laughs> 20, 25 years. Yeah. He had some yeah. very interesting predictions for me. So ah. Very good. Very he good. Was very active. Yes, he's very, he's, he's very good. He he blew me away. I was just like, oh, my gosh, and had to tell, like, 20 of my friends to contact him. So <laughs> he really is. Well, we've had showed and he has shared the most amazing stories and we've told him multiple times that he needs to write a book because his stories are tremendous but he just hasn't gotten around to it yet yeah he won't we've tried to set fires under his tushy and it doesn't matter he just sits there so it's too bad because every time he comes on the show people want to know when his book is coming out so Mm. we'll just have to settle for listening to him on the air. So we'll bring continue to bring him back over and over again. But anyway, so the commander was the predominant ET. There were others, but he clearly identified himself. And also when Becky was alive and joined the show, there was a UFO that came right over the house here. 
So, and she knew about it. And she said, there's one right over the house. We went outside and there it was. So again, Becky was very connected to ETs and also enlightened beings. She, they were with her pretty much her whole life. So it's, uh, it's always very interesting when the ETs show up, all the attention is on them. I mean, we can't, we can't pull away from it because they're so fascinating. But as you mentioned, some of them are not going to be kind or friendly to us, and we need to be able to know the difference. But as you exactly. also said, so- yes, yes. yes. And, 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 you know, I think my husband, uh, Chris, is much more open uh, to the ETs than I am because whenever uh, he discusses it, you know, I immediately cringe (laughs) going into protective mode. And he's like, I want to find out so much information from them. And he's just – he is from a different planetary system. This is only his second life on the planet. So he is all about talking about extraterrestrials and different systems and different light language, and uh, which is very interesting that he and I have gone together because I've been on the planet for a very long time, uh, ever since um, you know it, it originated. So, uh, or yes, my guys just said just after, and so I've been here for a while. So that fact that he's only been here twice on the planet, he is still very much connected to other extraterrestrial beings um, on the other side. So when things come in, he immediately knows what's going to happen, mm-hmm. what they're going to say, uh, what it means, the different languages that come through. And so he and I are a very good balance for each other. And where we actually are moving to in New Hampshire is actually a very hot zone for ET activity. So whenever we go hiking in those areas, he's always telling me, making and just driving me crazy because he's always like, now you want to make sure you're always with somebody because the moment you turn around, the person's not there and they're taken. And I'm like, don't tell me that. Don't tell me someone's <laughs> going to take me from the other side. Well, so he likes to say a lot of that. Right. Yeah, and if you follow any of David Polite's work, which we love, um, missing 411, that, that happens, unfortunately, quite a bit. And people do go missing in the national parks and the forest. So you do need to be aware constantly. And, it, and it's interesting you mentioned that you aren't all that comfortable with ETs because Helene, who was the original host of the show, she was not comfortable with ETs mm-hmm. at first at all. In fact, she really didn't want to work with Becky because she was so worried that Becky was going to bring a, a tribe of ETs with her. But yet she, um, she, she really grew through that and was able to work with us. And we miss her as well. I mean, she was also a very talented psychic medium. And maybe she's around tonight. See if you can find her for us, because we'd love to say hello to Helene as well. Oh, absolutely. I'll definitely see. Um, I'm Because it's like you have actually uh, three... Uh, spirits coming through uh, that guy that was he's still around the earthbound's attached to me like glue um but but helene herself uh she's there but i feel she's at a, a little bit of a distance uh mm-hmm. because she is actually i'm hearing she is on what we call a field trip where they go oh. into different dimensions they go into different planets when they're on the other side and they go to school so when nice. she's going to school, she's learning about these other systems and these other life forms. 
And I think because she had a really hard time with ETs when she was here, I think she wanted the exposure and the um, just the experience of being able to see them. And, and as you were talking, um, I kept hearing my guides say, well, my uh, protective nature of ETs has to do with the uh, conditioning that I've been brought up to believe about ETs with all the movies and uh, the, the stereotypical ideas of what extraterrestrials do. And so I've grown up to believe in thinking that I need to protect myself against them. And then they kind of winked at me and they said, well, what do you think you're trying to do when it comes to earthbound spirits? And I need to be a little bit more open with these ETs because people have grown up to believe in the bad and scary, spooky stuff of ghosts, and I'm trying to change that view to tell them that what they've believed and grown up to, to know is not true or accurate at all. So therefore, I needed to be a little bit more lenient with my view on ETs, and they kind of were just saying that to me as you were talking. I'm like, you know, they had to make an educational experience about this, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I up. will be more open, I promise. But they did actually, Helene's energy, Her, uh, she just came through because she she wanted me to be able to, to make mention of that. Did she have any type of uh, pain in her hands or her arms, like any sort of joint pain that you know of? Yeah, I mean, I know she did have, she did have quite a bit of, of different ailments, um, and she also passed from cancer. Okay, because she kept saying, I kept hearing her say her body ate a lot yeah. uh, mm-hmm. before she went, and she's telling me that her, her uh, medical illness took a lot longer. Like she had it a lot longer than she knew. Um, Absolutely. So I guess her diagnosis Pancreatic. came much later than when it actually started. Yeah, pancreatic cancer very difficult to diagnose in time, and so most okay. people that's why they quickly because once they have the diagnosis they've had it for a while that's absolutely right okay because then because she's also showing me like a lot of swelling throughout her body mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. swelling is what she's saying me was hurting the most with the joint pain as well and a lot of confusion a lot of headaches as well but i'm trying to get her to, to, to kind of step out of the death scene because when their auras come in i step into the outer layer of the aura which is the most um immediate influence which is always their death uh, so i'm just mm-hmm. trying to get past that auric field and into her personality and oh she's immediately coming in joking <laughs> like she's okay. got like uh you know she wants to come in and has this huge smile on her face she's got these beautiful round big eyes to her and she just has this kind of she has her cheeks kind of take up most of her face uh but when she uh, steps in with me i just feel like she wonderment is is one thing that i want to say with her she had so much wonder about the world and and people she said interconnecting of people was something that she really liked to do when she was here she's all about communication all about um, speaking with people and making sure people understood things. Uh, she said that was the most important thing to her. But 
I'm asking her about the ET thing, and then she's like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> she, no, 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 no. <laughs> she says she still had a hard time with it, and um, she's laughing. She's just like you couldn't uh, get her to change her mind no matter what anybody had to say. She was very much stuck into her belief systems. Um, but she said she would tell people how open-minded she was, but truthfully she wasn't, especially when it came to something that made her very uncomfortable. Uh, but mm-hmm. she misses you terribly, both of you terribly. And she has such a warm, kinded heart. She really does. And yes. uh, I want to say that, you know, she would be the first person you can come to if you had any problem because she is such an amazing listener. She really mm-hmm. is. She was like and the she great kinda has kind of, Yeah, she has this counseling energy about her. Yeah. So she, she's stepping in and just saying, don't worry, she's perfectly fine. She's out exploring. She's like, once you leave your body, it's like the, you can do anything. You can do anything you want to do. She's like, the, she's like, don't ask her to stay confined in one spot because it's not going to happen. She says she is moving she is flying. She's everywhere. She's in the stars. She's in the sky. She's in the water. She's everywhere. And she's just having such a great time. So don't worry about her at all. Yeah, that's wonderful. So very happy to hear that. Yes, that's tremendous. Now, Amy, how can people get in touch with you? Because I know you you have a center that you operate out of, but you also have changed. You said you've transformed how you're working with people. So tell us more about that and tell us more about how people can get a hold of you. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Uh, people can go to my website, which is amymajor.com. And from there, they can contact me through a form. They can email me. Uh, all my services are right there on my website. I have a few postings of media appearances that I've had, as well as copies of my book. They can link right into Amazon to purchase the books. Uh, I have tweaked a little bit of the way that I work because I've been working as a psychic for 20 years. I'm now kind of steered away from uh, predictions as far as, you know, relationships and job searching. And I've really gone more into soul work So I do an awful lot of channeling with um, your higher self. I channel with your spirit guides. I go intuitively to find out what your life purpose is, uh, you know, where things are moving and heading in your life. Are you in the right direction? What do your guides really want you to know? So it's it's, it's much more spiritually uh, based than psychic based. Um, Mm -hmm. I do a lot of of coaching for those who feel they're intuitive or psychic and don't know where to go, don't know how to develop. And I do a lot of one-on-one for people all over the world, and I coach them into their own natural abilities and to find out what they are, how they should be developing them, and uh, different techniques for them to study uh, as well. And, I've, you know, of course, always doing the rescue work, always communicating, always doing home clearings, I do an awful lot of attachment removal, and that's when the earthbound spirits or 
multi-dimensionals or any type of energy attachment um, is embedded into a person's body. I do a lot of energy clearing of the chakras and attachment removal as well. So it's it's a lot of spiritual work, a lot of energy work that you're really not going to find in many other places just because it's it's very specific to uh, energy vibrational healing, uh, chakra work, pranic healing, and uh, connecting with the other side. So I'm really enjoying it, and I'm going to have to wait and see what my guides are bringing for me next. Yeah, really. And you have your own, and you have children to take care of too, not just a husband and a house and a clinic, but you also have kids. How many kids do you have? I have four kids. Uh, ah. Two of them don't want to be called kids anymore. Um, my daughter's 19. My other, my ah. oldest son will be 18 this year. And then I have um, two younger sons that are eight and eleven, so it's a uh, it's a spread out between the two between the four of them. Uh, I love I love my kids dearly. <laughs> they are just a handful. They my husband is just wonderful when it comes to the kids because I'm always working, uh, but it's the quality of time that I want to spend with them, not necessarily the quantity. And I do I'm doing an awful lot of teaching uh, with kids lately. I have a lot of parents coming to me saying that their kids are very intuitive, very psychic, and they really need someone to kind of work with them because I am such good with kids because I have so many kids. I have my herd <laughs> of kids. Uh, so I, I do a lot of work with kids as well in my in my office, and I, I'm teaching so many classes this summer. I think I'm teaching once I get them all um, published and, and on the site for advertisement. I think there's at least 10 classes that I'm teaching this summer. So I've I've doing less work and more teaching just because I love it and I have so many students and so many new students coming every day. So um yep, my my family's just adorable. Baby, I'm curious. What can we do about children that are at a distance? Say like I have an 8-year-old granddaughter here in Arizona. How mm-hmm. can we set her up with something with you? Oh, I I do so many um uh, one-on-ones, I do it through Zoom or FaceTime or okay. Skype. You don't have to be in the same um, building. You know, it's video mm-hmm. chat is just as important and just equally good. Uh, I sit with children all over the world, and I communicate with them. I just link into their energy, find out their natural abilities, answer any questions that they have. It is so vitally important for me to help children develop their skills because like I said in the beginning of the show I was alone when I was a child I didn't have Mm -hmm. anyone to help me or develop so I kind of make it like a life mission of mine to be there for kids whenever they need me so if you'd like me to speak with her I do ask that a parent is or a grandparent is there in the room with them because they're under 18 Um, but other than that it's kind of sitting and just talking with them it's just it makes them feel good they have someone to talk to about their abilities I think that sounds fascinating because she does. She's very much aware of things that she's not even aware of what they really are or what she's right. getting. <clears throat> they just want to know what they're doing is normal. Yeah, well, and especially you know, Grandma's different. You know, she needs to hear it from somebody besides me. Yeah, exactly. I would be more than happy to speak with her for you. Oh, that sounds great. I'll get in touch with you for this. Great. And and also, Amy, uh, you have two books I want to make sure everybody knows about. One is Toward the Light, and the next one is 
Light the Way. They are both available on Amazon.com. They're both excellent books. If you want to read more about Amy's life experiences and what she has accomplished and learned over all these years that she spent in this wonderful and exciting field. So again, that's Toward the Light and Light the Way. And Amy's website is amymajor.com. That's M-A-J-O-R.com. And oh my gosh, Amy, it's always so much fun having you on the show. So, oh, so fun. Thank you. So enlightening. Thank you. Thank gosh. you so much for inviting me. You guys are just absolutely wonderful. I'm so happy that I was, being, I was able to connect to those spirits for you. Um, if ah. they should happen to wake me up in the middle of the night with any other messages, I'll be sure to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's terrific. breath for sure. <laughs> yeah, we always want to, want to hear from our friends that have passed over. We love them and miss them so much, and it's always nice to hear what they're experiencing on the other side. It's quite an adventure. I know that is for sure. And, and I also want writing to... because she will continue to give you that message <laughs> until you do. <laughs> you know, just every single, I have to say this, every single psychic medium we've talked to about Becky, she always says that. So <laughs> it's a consistent message <laughs> from uh-huh. Becky. And I love hearing it. She's right. And and I, I am doing more writing, and I will continue. Becky, I promise. And, Amy, thanks for <laughs> yeah, delivering work. these. Yes, and, and the, the message to PK about her animals that are so intrigued with her. So all of this has been just an exciting evening. We can't thank you enough. And also, I want to urge everybody, if you have not signed up for Tom Palladino's free Scala energy treatment, then you are missing something great. So please go to his website, scalarlight.com. That's S-C-A-L-A-R light.com. He is offering a free energy treatment with Scalar, and it is very powerful. We've signed up for it. We can vouch for his work. It is solid, and you will get a nice gift from Tom. So he was on last week. Go ahead and listen to his show. All of our shows are live. And we'll be back next week with another exciting show. And until then, everybody, we'll see you on the Blue Highway. Good night. Good night. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural Girl. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.